1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Welcome
2: to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin.
3: I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert.
2: I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris.
3: That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... (coughs) The Froth.
2: Yesterday's yesterday's non-news today. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Jared Christmas, who joins us remotely, and Barry is producing.
3: Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week Poop, poop, poodio.
2: For some reason, special guest Jared Christmas joins us from his new studio in a toilet.
3: We don't have to take our clothes off To go on a date, oh no
2: We could dance and party all night Dip our testicles in curry and set ourselves alight
3: Jared's friend goes on a disastrous naked date
2: Where he dips his testicles in curry and sets sets fire to his armpits
3: Daniel is travelling tonight on a plane Which he
2: probably stole because Daniel is the most common name for a criminal
3: How much is that murderous, serial-killing, axe-wielding, nutjob puppy in the window? The one with the blood-stained waggly tail Barry's new Supercoop lockdown puppy turns out to be a murderous psychopath (laughs) And those are the headlines Right, before we get special guest Jared Christmas uh, on the show, let's uh, have a look at the social media. Woohoo! What are people saying? We've
2: had an email from Lee Deacon. Oh. I froth I was the only one, is the title. Very nice. Nice. Hello. I Um, have just listened to your podcast about Rod having eczema in his ear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you hear it, when you hear it said back to you, lovely, line, it, do, it does does make you wonder about this podcast. I I just all... to your podcast about having X on your ear.
2: <laughs> I also suffer with this. I would like to know how you relieve, how he relieves the itching without putting a bud up his ear. That's I also, I know, I, brackets. I also agree. It is a great feeling. Thank you for making me smile.
3: You're not supposed to do this. It's medically inadvisable, but I have, in the past, put an earbud in and just, just waggled it about, it. and it, it. I mean, it is. I mean, it is. There's nothing can beat it. There is nothing. On, on, If I die in that moment, I will die in ecstasy. Really? Ecstasy. Don't try it. Don't do it. I, I may or may not have done it it was ecstasy it
2: sounds like you've done it it does sound like it yeah. <laughs> I mean you know it's got a big statement yeah, it does sound like I've done it Kev Leem says the same thing pretty much bloody hell after three years of having to put up with it at the Froth podcast finally solves what's been causing the ear, ear, ear itching that's <laughs> been driving me up the wall all this time the Froth podcast both funny as fuck and highly informative
3: look at that praise indeed it is isn't it yeah that is uh, it is weird that that we are you know looking after the health of the nation Yeah. although don't stick things in your ears Really no. dangerous, sticking your things in your ears. You shouldn't. No. no. Inside your ear, there is a thing. Or anywhere. Called an ear. Oh, you can stick things in some places. No. Well, if we don't, there's <laughs> not going to be many people around to worry about it tomorrow. What? <laughs> what? It's bloody, you know, alluding to s- sexual activity.
2: Oh god. <laughs> Let's finish this first.
3: Yeah. <laughs> which is which is considerably less pleasurable what is than the thing in your ear is oh, it oh god yeah no, com- <laughs> no comparison no comparison
2: oh god darling oh,
3: no, no comparison right time to go now to our uh, a special guest this week all the way from New Zealand and the West Country is that fair to say Mr Jared Christmas Woo! is there hello
4: Jared hello and hey. both of those comments are fair to say
2: are you sitting on the edge of a bath no I'm sitting on a bloody
4: chair guys
2: yeah, it's just that it's next to a toilet chair. Yeah. <laughs>
5: it's it's
4: because I'm in my podio. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Jared,
3: can I see that again? Jared, your podcasting, your studio, your poodio? Yeah, look <laughs> at that again. The kids called it that my poodio. Jared,
2: are you in the only toilet in the house?
3: No, no. <laughs> right, not. so you're not you, like.
2: Can, can I come in?
3: <laughs> are you sitting on the bidet as we speak with your with your no. plums dangling in warm soapy water? I'm in the, I'm the downstairs. I'm in the downstairs
4: utility <laughs> room.
3: So <Right>.
4: there's coats. <laughs> There's oh, yeah. the washing oh, machine. Those coats stink machine. of shit. And there's the <laughs> toilet. And there I here's my studio.
2: I'm amazed that it's not more echoey in there, but I, I guess no, the coats it's great. Are ab- absorbing.
4: The, mate, it's the best room in the house Everything. because I can shut myself up. I've been, I've been doing yeah. gigs in here for months. We know, months. Right,
3: we know how a toilet works, Jared. We know you can lock yourself in there. We know how that works. Okay, who's up for a frothy story? Me. I am. <laughs> Just as well. <laughs> Because I've got Why, one. Have here, you got one. I've got one. You that's going to froth your boat. Come on then. <laughs> I mean, come on then. Put your cup of tea down there. <laughs> I happen to know that that cup of tea went cold ages ago.
2: I like it cold. No, you don't. I do though. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. Sort of style it
3: Yeah. We're strangers
4: either. sometimes. You two. It's weird. I know. I know. It's... I know. It is weird. The revelations yeah. that happen in this relationship <laughs> on this podcast are incredible.
2: Every time I'm hungover, I have to have a milky tea. You know that.
4: Milky tea, but not cold.
2: Yeah, cold, because there's loads of milk in it.
4: Hey, no, Sian. It's hot to you with yeah? lots
2: of milk
3: in
4: Hey, Sean, have you heard about this thing? It, it's quite a new thing called iced tea. Have no, you heard about
2: I, that? I hate it.
4: But that's cold tea.
2: I know, but it has to be like a, a cup of British tea gone cold with loads of milk in it. It's the only thing that gets... Rid- so don't in.
4: ask, Sian. Let's go on to a frothy store. <laughs> such a British thing to like tea that you would get with bad service. <laughs>
3: We looked for love. Here's your frothy story. We God. looked for love while completely naked. Why we think nude dating is the way forward. It's nude dating here on The Froth. Have you ever, a Jerry Christmas, nude dated? Uh, no, I haven't. But I have got
4: a story about it. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? So, well, because a friend of mine did it.
3: Um, really?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So years ago, I when I first got over here, I, I had a day job of... Uh, charity fundraising on the street. You know that, signing yeah. people up to direct yeah. debits sort of thing? Yeah. And chuggers, yeah. And chuggers. I worked i worked with this girl called Saskia who, which um, uh, she was a very open person. She had zero issues uh, just telling me about her sex life and her dating life, and she was, I guess, adventurous. And the best story she told me was, um, so she had, She'd invited this guy over to her house for a first date to her flat. Um, whoa, 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 Yeah, they knew each other. They knew each other, right? They've been working together right. doing the charity fundraising
3: because that's an unusual yeah, first yeah, exactly. date going to somebody's yeah, flat.
4: You, you're absolutely right, but Thank they they've been working together for a few months and blatantly fancied each other. So right. the first official date, she invited him over to her house and she cooked a curry, um, but she did it naked? So he knocked on the door, What's and it? she answered. The, she answered. Whoa, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Just raw. I'll get the story out, and then let's let's then, dissect it yeah. because there's <laughs> seriously, mate. There is a lot to unpack. Um, yeah. So she answers the door in just her cooking apron, right? Um, she. Whoa. Yeah. So he then goes inside, um, and she said. He immediately gets on board. He strips naked as well. Uh, He puts an apron on. Um,
2: (laughs) Jared, were they those aprons with a naked body on at the front? So it's extra foie.
4: Yeah, exactly.
3: Double foie. Double foie. So they start,
4: they finish off cooking. Mine's got
3: got cheeses of the world on it. That wouldn't be very sexy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, it sounds like you need a wash. Um, (laughs) So they continue cooking the curry together. Um, and she has gone, she's really gone through it. She's laid out her table, uh, really romantic. Uh, she's got candles, she's got flowers, you know, nice. Um, so they take the aprons off to sit down to eat together, right? Naked and naked, curry, curry. And um, <laughs> he then says to her, I really want to kiss you, and she was like, Go on then. So he stood up, leaned across <laughs> the. T- he stood up, leaned across the table to kiss no. her, and this is where two things happen at the same time. Right? His, his cock and balls go in his curry. Right? Oh, so that's and, all of that is just one of the things?
3: Yeah, that's just one of the things. The I, thought the thing happened, gonna, I thought the balls were going to be the second thing.
4: I, the second thing's amazing. Gosh. So, because it's like 2001, he had sprayed on heaps of Lynx Africa. Nice. Um, and he reaches across the table to her and his armpit <gasps> catches fire on the fucking candle and his cock and balls are in the curry. <laughs> so he screams and stands up and she's confronted with curry dripping off his cock and balls and one of his armpits on fire. And she said he's flapping his arm like that, like a chicken, to try and put it out. And she said as if she, she didn't know what to do, whether to piss herself laughing or... Or be like, oh my god, I've got to call an ambulance or some oh shit like that. Oh my god! Amazing. And wow. I don't know if the, both. Of, you'll be happy to know they're married, not to nice. each other, but they are both married now. <laughs>
2: wow. Oh my god!
0: Incredible
4: story. And she told she told me yeah. that, and then told said to me, "Don't tell any of the others." <laughs> I had to work with the guy for like a couple of months, knowing that he had. Carry balls and no <laughs> armpit
3: here. No,
0: did they see you each other have. again? Let's after throw that? it out
3: to listeners. There's got to be—I can't think of one off the top of my head but I can't be asked to do the but, hard yards. But there's oh. got to be a nickname for him. Did they? He see, must have had a nickname after that. Did they see it. each well, other? Well,
4: no. I—I I didn't give him a nickname because I—I I said I wouldn't share it with a, with anybody, and I did, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <yeah. laughs> but not enough that I gave him a nickname in front of everyone.
3: No, he deserves a nickname though. That's so such a, listeners, we're that's such a out funny
2: there. advert for the Lynx effect, isn't it? It is, isn't it? That's such a hilarious that's advert. Oh but my god! I love that that
4: because you'd think his cock and balls going in the curry, as you said, would be would be <laughs> the, the moment,
3: but his armpit <laughs> catching on fire. <laughs> <sighs> How could you not realise when you stood up and leaned across a table naked? I, look, I think there was alcohol involved. I, right. You know, I'm pretty but sure that they'd, they'd probably the,
2: be drinking. What's the the height of the table and the curry bowls he he stood leaned why across are you the thinking t- about that <laughs> but you know what i mean
3: no he leaned across the table <laughs> to kiss her can't we just assume that the height of the table and his height and and the no, but when you and stand his cockabur can't we just assume
2: beautiful you don't i don't know.
4: i'm
3: sitting i'm sitting at a normal
4: height sort of desk no all right you you're you sitting right?
2: in a downstairs toilet yes you're i am here's the <laughs> desk! <laughs> Here yeah. I am. That is not a yeah. desk.
3: and balls over the desk. Just to make just this authentic, normal. just to make, just to check. Can you can you put a bowl of curry there? Yeah, and a candle, and, and pull your trousers and pants down, and then, and then just lean across and let's
6: I see if let's you. see if it does let's go in. It. Don't, don't worry about the armpit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: What are you? Why are you questioning whether your cock and balls would go in a bowl of curry? Well,
6: because physically they, they would. You, they would, they would well, they definitely. They would. They definitely
3: could. I don't
2: could. think so. Well, yes. What do you
3: think would happen? <laughs> that his cock would go in, but the balls would get caught on the lip of the bowl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, maybe they. Well, maybe how they did. How deep
2: was the bowl?
3: And huh? also, how deep sh- was the bowl? <laughs> and it that doesn't say they- his balls touch the bottom. <laughs> If he and his it. cock was sticking out <laughs> like a snorkel. Yeah. Just brushing on the top of a bargee. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he was
3: cracking poppadoms with it.
2: <laughs> Do you know what
3: they should have done? She should have leant across to him. No. Yeah. Hey. No. And then her tits would have caught fire.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, really? but down. But at least the bowl of curry would have been understood. Yeah, it's true. And that's not that true, true either. Would have been that's it's not
2: 2001.
3: true. It's two thousand and one. Think about it. Oh yeah, people were wearing their wagon People were, <laughs> wearing, were wearing their their baggy, weren't they? In two thousand and one, yeah, like, old what? baggy wammer was in two thousand and one. Can I,
4: Can I just say the, the the one regret I had was not asking her whether he ate the curry afterwards. Oh
3: yeah, because I don't so know. Well, let's let's brainstorm it. <laughs> would you eat it? Would you eat the curry afterwards? No.
2: Oh, if yes. he was my own <laughs> no, you He's
3: not gonna <laughs> offer it to her. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind if we swap <laughs> I've had my balls in mind. <laughs> Do you mind if we swap? <laughs> Just <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well look, listen, she is unconventional. Let's just, yeah. that, oh, she's, she's racy. unconventional, she's right?
3: Racy she's adventurous. And, and Not
2: racy, just, just a bit different. No. Maybe she would have eaten the curry that had balls in it.
3: Jared used the word adventurous. Now, if you were adventurous in a culinary, sort of gastronomic way, maybe you would have a curry that no, had she, balls in it. I
2: don't think she's adventurous in cooking, just adventurous in that she'll open the door it's to anyone. It's one and the same <laughs> thing. With the uh, things out. She's
3: cooking naked? She it's wouldn't have made scampi. She, she had an apron on, Shan.
2: Yes, I know, but what does that mean? Her bum was showing.
3: But if you are a type of person who cooks naked, then you're obviously adventurous in other areas. You're probably and, adventurous with your yeah. cooking and your flavours. If you cook, and you that, always I mean. cook naked, do they? Jamie Oliver to. Would well, you eat a curry that your balls, cock balls, have just gone in? They've only gone in there briefly. I presume they've only yeah. went in there briefly. Five-second rule. Five so, yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: five seconds what if he didn't time it well you can estimate roughly I mean I, think I, was... I, I, I doubt they're going to be in there longer than five rough. seconds no. I it, doubt if he's going to be right. in there
5: how, how long it's has ten...
2: balls been in the curry for <laughs> oh, six seconds if, I'd leave it <laughs> if, you're, if your
6: armpits on fire
4: yeah. I think you counting how long your cock and balls is in the curry is probably the least of your...
5: <laughs>
3: not, <laughs> yeah. not
4: high on your priority list.
3: That's interesting, though. Is it, is it the five-second rule? I think it probably is, isn't it? What? I think if your cock and balls went in your own curry, I think I think if it was just for a few seconds, you probably would still eat the You'd curry. Right. Yeah. I Part of it might depend on how much curry you got left. Yeah. <laughs> and whether you liked it in the
4: first place, because yeah. what a great excuse to not eat bad-tasting food. I can't eat
6: that. My cup of balls have been
4: in it. But also, yeah, that's, also a long, that's a
3: length to go to. That is. <laughs> yeah. who, who leans
6: across for a kiss, all right? For a, a passionate kiss. They're both naked, and then you just go, oh, that was lovely. I'll tell you what, let's just finish off this corner, shall we? Before we go any further. It's
5: weird. <laughs>
2: Barry, weird. it's all weird. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing normal about that story. Oh,
3: so you think, Barry, that it's likely that if he got up and they kissed across the table, they despite, abandoned the fact, the curry. despite the fact that yeah. he's got his genitals in the curry and he set fire to himself. Of course they'd You abandoned think the he'd have put the fire out and then one thing would have led to another and they would have, do, they would have sort of taken it, they'd have gone further with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But also, it can't have been that passionate a kiss if you're leaning over a meal with candles. That's the kind of, that you, That's a peck on the cheek you give to an auntie that you don't no, want to.
4: I think she was coming up to meet him.
6: I've never kissed my auntie with my balls no. in the curry.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you, you should try it for him. It's <laughs> just, just one of my rules. I don't have many. <laughs> <sighs>
3: no, that's no, just dating. me. <laughs> this isn't that kind of naked dating. No?
2: no. I forgot we were doing a podcast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> First dates, it says, are always nerve-wracking. Well. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I had a first date once where we, where? Had, a, we had oysters. It wasn't, oh. wasn't you. I've never
2: been on a date.
3: <laughs>
4: Shan, this, is, this, is, uh, this is what Rod terms the dark days before, before you came oh, around. The, the dark before, days. Yeah.
2: A shining I a light.
4: I, I didn't even have sexuality until I met my wife. Like, <laughs> as soon as I met her, I suddenly, that's when thing, life began for me.
0: Oh. Before that, nothing, mate. What
2: about Hold on, is she still in the The, house? Hold (laughs) on, is she still...
4: She's gone, I was doing it constantly, mate.
3: (laughs) I went on a first date once where we had oysters. Where? And it was... And the lady in question, where? It was... I don't know where it was. It was somewhere on the coast out east somewhere. Like Kent or Essex or something out there. You went on
2: a first day in, date in Kent. <laughs>
3: yeah. We said, should this we go on a train? Horrible. This is back in the days when you could go on trains and meet up in person. We went up. We said, first date, we will go on a train. we we'll go to, to Kent,
2: we will get some oysters. Out to
3: Essex, maybe, on a train, only really like half an right. hour away from London. All right, and we'll, and we'll have the day out at the beach. Some,
2: Whitstable right. or something?
3: Something like Whitstable. Let's call it oh, Whitstable. Oh, that's nice. Let's yeah. call it Whitstable. Yeah. What, I don't, I don't think happened? it was Whitstable, but let's call it Whitstable. Somewhere like that. So what? people have got people have got a picture in their heads now. So what happened? Restaurant, fancy restaurant. 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 We had a bucket of champagne.
2: A bucket of champagne. A, a, a
3: champagne bucket. <laughs> a, sh- a bottle of champagne with a bucket in it. <laughs> a, a bottle of champagne a, with a bucket in it. A it was a posh of restaurant. Bucket, bucket of your finest bucket champagne. Of
2: champagne, please.
3: please. Yeah. What a charmer.
2: I'm on a first date here.
3: <laughs> Oysters. <laughs> right. Sh- champagne chilling in an ice bucket. Ooh. Did
6: you buy a uh, rose off someone? <laughs>
3: More rose. We had the violin playing the works. Oh Oh, mate, threw
4: everything everything at it. (laughs) Mate, I want to put a straw on you because you are a smoothie.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened to the oysters?
3: So she'd never had oysters before.
2: Oh, God, was this me? Know. It's not me, is it?
3: Was this me? No. <laughs> Do you not remember your first date?
2: No, because once me? we went out um, to a restaurant once and I lied. I said I had had oysters and I hadn't. And I was trying to pretend. I was pretending to try and be cool. Were you? And it was awful. I love them. Oh, yeah. But the first yeah. time you have one is weird, right? Because it's like, what
0: it's the hell not, is this? It?
2: So what happened to the oysters then? Do
3: you, you're, you're jealous, you are. I can tell.
2: No no because I genuinely <laughs> pretended I'd had oysters when this I went to the It wasn't fucking somebody. you! I know! But what it, what happened?
3: You weren't even there.
2: But I did pretend. It was like good
3: old days. <laughs> 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 I was
2: Oh god.
3: She'd never had oysters before. Right. And said, oh I'll try them. She tried them. Didn't like them, let's say. And then we had to take the champagne out of the bucket, <laughs> and she pooped up into oh, the silver champagne amazing. bucket into all the ice. First day, <laughs> oh, no. first date. They are horrible. And last, the first hey? time is horrible. And last, I don't know if she ever had them again. No, last no, date. <laughs> <last eight? Yeah.
2: laughs> oh, last did you see her again? <laughs> yeah,
3: <exactly. laughs> oh yeah, we had uh, a great night. I mean, uh, I just uh, you're I engaged. Just, right? I just dipped my balls in the in the in the sick of the ice, and then we had sex.
2: <laughs> oh, bloody hell!
3: Set fire to myself and then we. <laughs> uh, I did see her again, actually. Yeah.
2: Oh, well done. Oh, though. that's nice. Yeah.
3: In the hospital. Ruined it.
2: I came along in the hospital. Oh, you.
3: First dates are always nerve wracking. What if you don't fancy them, or they don't like you? What if you have nothing to talk about, and it's really awkward? What if you dip your cock and balls in a really hot curry and set fire to your armpit? I made that it up. <laughs> <laughs> So imagine this is the new trend sitting down and meeting for the first time while completely starkers. <sighs> Naked speed dating events became a hit before lockdown and have now moved online, offering people the chance to get to know each other without the distraction of clothes. The events are held in pubs with uh, guests changing into robes on arrival before stripping off as they sit down.
2: Oh!
3: You've got uh, three minutes. Three minutes with each potential match.
4: That's all a guy, needs. Three minutes till we
3: need. We've spoken to two people who've searched for the one in the buff. Advantages and disadvantages and their most memorable stories from the events. But Nolan, sitting, sitting down,
2: when you're naked, sitting down is the worst position to be in when you're naked. Yeah.
3: There's nothing sexy about it. No. Nothing sexy about it. But, you know... Let's find out. Nolan, um, 36, says even though he stripped off for the event, Nolan decided not to part with his hat. I <laughs> thought
6: you were going to say something else.
3: <laughs> I wear it every day, so it's like my identity. Oh,
6: get
4: a
3: personality, uh,
6: mate. Uh, <laughs> Are you Oh, Look
3: at this. He says I realised how much I enjoyed it. Oh. I found it more relaxing than normal speed dating. You had nothing to hide. You're not being judged. Yes, you fucking are, no. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what's, what's under the hat. What's under the <laughs> hat? <laughs> you had nothing to hide. You're not being judged. I feel we're normally judged by what we wear. And we try to guess what people do. People would be more talkative. I wasn't really there to look for a date. I wanted to say I'd done it. I wanted to perv. Oh. Guys are very respectful of the women who attend.
4: Yet yeah, they are. <laughs> 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 You've got such lovely.
3: <laughs> um eyes He said I've made some great friends through the events. I do feel like you're more open both in the room and outside the room than you would normally be in a speed dating but surely, event.
2: surely. You know like blo- you know well some blokes anyway. When you're talking to them they just can't but every 3 seconds glance mm. down and then back up again. How on earth do you have a conversation with those men when it's when you're just there's not even a, you're not even wearing a top. But
4: but also like I, I don't want to break this to you guys, but I'm a, I'm a man. And um, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a woman and just kept glancing at her boobies. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not hard to not do that. You keep eye contact. How hard is it to keep eye contact?
3: With naked dated, it'd be pretty hard, I think. I imagine.
2: Is it the same as like for a woman talking to a man? If a man was holding a small Dachshund puppy or something, and yeah. so you kept going, "Don't look at the puppy! Don't look at the puppy! Don't look equivalent? at the puppy!" Is it that equivalent? Yeah. If, if that was the equivalent, I imagine ex- it's like a man. That's exactly
4: why puppy. guys. That's exactly yeah. why guys like looking at the puppies.
2: Yes. Why aren't you allowed to look at a man holding a puppy? No, I'm saying, is it the same? Is it the same as a man holding a small dashing puppy and say that you weren't allowed to, so you're trying not to glance down no, all the time? It's no,
3: it's not, it's not the same, no, because because you're not biologically programmed to look at puppies.
2: Oh, I am, though. Not in the same way.
3: <laughs> not, in the same not in the same way. Not in the same way to, you are. To take, uh, to take
2: this
4: lowbrow, slightly highbrow, I think dacid-nating is awful because... A guy's willy and plums are not the most redeeming feature. Sylvia Plath says in her book, <laughs> The Bell Jar, that she describes male genitalia as looking like turkey neck and gizzards.
2: I don't now, remember this bit, Jared.
4: I don't quite know when she's in the hospital. Uh oh, when right. might have just been
6: Ted Hughes' balls.
4: But... <laughs> yeah, Could have been. Could have been. Exactly. Um, And I don't know what gizzards look like, but I'm pretty sure that sounds fairly accurate. (laughs) Cock and balls is not the most attractive part of a man. At all! Especially if it's cold.
3: Yeah. True. I wonder if that guy just looked like a turkey curry when he put it in. (laughs) (laughs) That's
4: a Boxing Day curry, isn't it?
3: This is what they say here. Somebody else says, everyone was quite nervous at the start. There wasn't lots of interaction. Everyone was just trying to hold their stomach in. (laughs) <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes, yeah,
3: exactly. Doing, exactly. He, he says it's not a sexual thing. Although some of the guys did get a little excited. In inverted oh, commas. <laughs> How it's could not you sexual not? at all. Why has he got an erection?
2: I can't think of anything
3: worse. <laughs> I can't think of it. People just go for the crack. <laughs> 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 It says women tend to come in groups so pe- most people just go for the crack <laughs> <laughs> oh people are all different shapes and sizes it was just like a normal dating event but everyone was starkers yes yeah, it's, it's exactly like a normal <laughs> dating event some of the men do have fully visible hard-ons oh, no. at the table yeah. apart from that <laughs> it is visible. a normal no. dating event the fun and unusual events are put together by Rob from Dating a Dash right? if you're confident enough to go naked dating you're meeting people with the same level of confidence they have no hang-ups about their bodies a common interest grounding them straight away right I've had no negative feedback. People love the concept. People like, who like to be naked tend to have other things in common. It's definitely a good icebreaker and a story to tell. Plus, you get to see people naked. Fucking boom. There it is. <laughs> the, the rationale for the entire the thing summed up in one sentence. That's why you go in there is to have a look at tits, minge, balls, cock, and if you're lucky, anus. Name and shame. Here's a frothy story for you. Are You ready, Jared? Ready, Sean?
4: Ready. I'm Barry. strapped in.
3: Okay. Have you ever been arrested, Jared? No. Have you ever been arrested, Sean? No. Have you ever been arrested, Barry? Yes. Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, just
6: in a sentence, Barry. What were you arrested for? Well, there's a few times, but. Let's... <laughs>
2: Let's uh let hey,
3: not a, a laughing matter. Okay, no. let's ask you this. Is... on the, the few times first, that f- you've been first, arrested. The
6: first one, I was eight years old and I was, uh, eight? I, was smashing, I was smashing windows. I thought it was a derelict building and it wasn't, it was uh,
3: Barry it was, yeah, Barry. Yeah. What it was wow. someone's house. You were a felon, a convicted felon. At eight Barry? No,
6: it was a conv- convicted caution, they gave me a caution. It really scared me and I'll tell you what, I really behaved myself after that for a while.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> I was gonna say for a while mile. until all the other arrests later <laughs> on. <laughs>
6: Did the did you get Asbo in the eighties? <laughs> some, some of them were from, uh, uh, were, were were related to the to Side TV show that I did. That was uh, we kept getting arrested for, um, <laughs> including spraying. I've told you before. it oh, yeah, spraying, t- Tony paint. Blair is a bellend um, <laughs> outside the Treasury building. What, um, what was
3: it? What was the charge for that? What did the charge sheet look like?
6: It was for criminal damage, and then they let us off because the judge laughed when the clerk read out uh, graffiti. Read Tony Blair. <laughs> Tell is me a that bellend. story again, Barry. Yeah. I know we've heard it.
3: We've heard it on the froth before, but it, it bears repeating. Just very quickly. Uh, we sprayed, as
6: a part of a promo for a magazine shoot for this TV show we were doing, we sprayed outside the Treasury Building on some whiteboards uh, with a chalk-based spray that we intended to wipe off afterwards. It was a prop. We sprayed Tony Blair as a bell and got a photo <laughs> taken. Photographer left and a magazine, and then all of a sudden police cars came from all directions.
0: <laughs> they they kept us in
6: at Charing Cross Police Station all night. Our agents sent a solicitor along. They finally got out, and we had to go to Bow Street Magistrates Court a few weeks later where we were charged, and then they, they threw it out. And, uh, go on, tell us about the paper. moment you threw it out. Was when the, he said uh, the, the clerk of the court said, and the graffiti read, "Tony Blair is a bellend," <laughs> and everyone just started laughing in the court.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and the judge
6: laughed. <laughs> yeah, the judge laughed. Genuine. Everyone laughed. Everyone laughed. And the judge was like, "Why is?" You know because the solicitor then went. It was for a TV show. They were going to wipe it off. It's all a misunderstanding, and they were like, "Yeah."
2: Okay. Oh, oh God. I'd love to see God. the
3: judge laughing at that. Laugh. <laughs> That is awesome. Maybe like, the reason you haven't been arrested, Jared and Sean, not you, Barry, you can sit this one out. Uh, if maybe the reason you've been arrested is that you're not called Michael and Emma, because if you were called Michael and Emma, you are more likely to have been arrested. That's what <laughs> apparently that's what the stats show. They are the names that cropped up most across a police force, or one police force last year. Officers in Devon and Cornwall quizzed 500 odd Michael's. Four hundred ninety-four Daniels and four hundred forty-five people called James. Oh, I know who should call about this. Who? I I have got just the person. Who? In my, in your bag of Rolodex. <laughs> in my file of facts. You do have a fa- ro- Rolodex. We go back a long way. He will be in my file of actually. File of I've got. A fi- I haven't used it for a while, but I've got. Yeah, one. but
2: it's not a real one. It's got full of stickers.
3: It's not. I've got a real file of and this chap will be in there. Okay. Because we go back a long way, at least back to the eighties. Well, that's what I mean. Even back the... before I was a yuppie. <laughs> Get him on. Oh yes. Now the, re- the reason we've rang you, Anthony. Yep. Is uh, do you want us to protect? Do you want us to protect your name to protect the innocent? You can use it, protect- Anthony.
5: Pretend it's not mine.
3: All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna make a habit of this of just protecting people's names, changing their voices. Do you want us to disguise your voice, Hans? No, and I haven't farted in a strip club either. (laughs) (laughs) He's always on his best behaviour in strip clubs. (laughs) Now, the reason we're ringing you, Anthony, the reason we're ringing you uh, on the Froth podcast is because I stumbled upon a story that said if you're called Michael or Emma, uh, then you're more likely to have been arrested. (laughs) That's what it says, right? Uh, Now, admittedly...
2: Then who? Then anyone else?
3: Well... It says, these are the names that cropped up most across one police force last year. Now, that police force happens yeah. to be Devon and Cornwall. But I don't know anybody in the Devon and Cornwall police. So uh, I thought I'd give you a ring as the only, uh, well, I was going to say serving policeman person. But uh, you're not. You're an ex-policeman person.
5: That's right. Protected my yeah. identity by name and the fact <laughs> that I have retired as well.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now then, but since reading that article, I've just Googled and I have found... I have found, uh, I found the Welsh version, because you were a policeman Hang in... Hang
2: Do, So does that, does that ring true, Anthony? Had you arrested a lot of people called Michael and Emma? Uh,
5: one part. I've, I've arrested quite a few people over the 25 years that I served. I can't f- remember how many Michaels and Emmas. Had I known I was
3: coming <laughs> well... today...
5: I would have probably counted
3: (laughs) them. Had you known you were coming on, you'd have had little five-bar gates on your bedroom wall, wouldn't you, for Michaels and Emmas and Peters? I don't
5: how many Michaels and Emmas I've had. But (laughs) being in Wales, I think it's safer to say probably Jones, Williams and Davis would probably outdo (laughs) Michael and Emma. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's surnames. I I have dug out since reading that article. I have dug out. I thought once I once we got you on, I thought right. I've just googled police reveal most common criminal names in Wales because you were a, a policeman. All of your time was spent in South Wales, yeah. David and Powis. D- yeah, not South Wales police force, South- but in the area of South Wales, in the David Powis police force.
5: Yes, if it protects my identity, South Wales.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are a retired policeman from south wales yes <laughs> may or may not be called anthony yeah correct right. i was
5: arrested a <laughs> michael Anne, and an emma but not yeah, lots of them at least one <laughs>
2: i think i think emma's quite a nice name i would never emma's put quite... emma as a Well,
3: listen let me get into the welsh statistics okay because that was devon and cornwall very okay. different Very different. Uh, Two of Wales' police forces have revealed the most common names for criminals from 2016. Right. uh, Which is about when you retired, wasn't it? Uh, 2014, I meant, yeah. 1st of January of 2014. Okay. Okay. So this is responding to a Freedom of Information request. So anybody can get this. You just uh, ring up and say, who have you been arrested lately? And they've got to tell you. Uh, John and Nicola were the names giving Gwent police the most trouble. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know know if that's just a couple called John and Nicola. (laughs) Hellraisers. Bonnie
2: and (laughs) (laughs) Clyde. They keep having loud parties.
3: John and Nicola are giving Gwent police most trouble. Meanwhile, those most likely to have had their collars felt by North Wales police were David and Sarah. Have you arrested a lot of Sarahs, uh, Anthony? I've probably done a few of those. I'm surprised there isn't like a...
5: An Idris or a Dewi or something in these right
2: Yeah, that's More true. of a good. Welsh
5: name. Sounds like they're cross-border criminals. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, David <laughs> David is the most common one in North West, and that could easily be die, couldn't it? That that could be shortened that's to Die in the Welsh. Yeah, probably fall, but they'd have given their full names because they were being arrested.
5: But yeah, it's quite
2: formal, isn't it?
5: Perhaps they were coming over to us, and if you perhaps did uh, Freedom of Information, at, say, West Mercy or Manchester, you'd probably find... Dewey or Idris was crossing over
3: to doing them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Actually, <laughs> it says, it, no, the worst offenders overall. And by the way, I've just, I have just done a quick check in like America and other places just to see how representative this is. The worst offenders overall, and it does seem like this, this repeats all over the world, this name, or in English speaking places. The worst ones are men called Daniel. Really? Wow. Yeah. And that's, it. that's all over the place.
2: All over the place?
3: Yeah. Men called Daniel accounting for, well, in Wales, 461 crimes. <laughs> so, oh, look at this, Ant. You'd be interested in this, Ant. South Wales Police and David Powers did not provide the information.
5: It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a bloke called Daniel who's doing the job for the Freedom of
3: Information. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the top murderer names. Here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Up. <laughs> no one wants to lumber their child with a, with a bizarre name, but uh, but being called the same thing as five other people in your class isn't great either. Now there's something new to consider. As it turns out, some names are highly associated with murderers. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Linda Rosencrantz, uh, I don't know who she is, has come up with several lists of names linked to criminals. First up, she looked to America, where there's a lot of data available, unlike South Wales Police and David Powers. <laughs> Uh, looking into arrests For 100,000 people She discovered a list Of the top Murderer names Okay Barry oh, Have a guess God. Have a guess Who are you going For the top Two Give me the top two Your top two Murderer names I'd go like Time a, starts now
6: Like a Mickey, like Mickey <laughs> a, a Mickey oh, or like a Joey a yeah, like uh, yeah. like Mickey the Fingers, or you know what I mean Mickey? <laughs> Mickey? Do you mean Mickey, Mickey Fingers,
3: not Mickey the right. Fingers?
2: Nuc- are you thinking of London murders <laughs> like in the sixties? Joey,
3: Joey Joey Knuckles?
6: No, I'm thinking like mafia and.
3: Uh, You're thinking in of these... gangsters, yeah? Yeah, yeah East yeah. London. <laughs> uh, Sean, what do you think?
2: I have no idea.
3: Anthony, you have got more experience of this arresting people. Who do well, you think the top murderer mm- names are? Mick, if, if it's to be believed that you would start uh, at the
5: bottom and work your way up, things. It's gotta be Daniel, isn't It's gotta be Daniel, innit?
3: Daniel's, <laughs> Daniel's yeah, started true.
5: pilfering. No.
3: And he's got all the You're never gonna get it. it. You're never gonna get this. How? This is in America. How? How? Good guess. Chuck. we got. Joey. Yeah. Anto- Joey. Joey. So you're going for the sort of gangstery jo- uh, top murderer name in America. <laughs> Alan.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's way. What Barry's dog's <laughs> I've just called.
6: My, I've just called my dog Alan. My new dog. i picked up this show.
2: Why would you tell me oh, that now? Buzz
3: Baz. <laughs> Barry's Alan. just bought a new puppy and it's called Alan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to kill me. He's going to kill oh. me. <laughs>
2: have
3: a guess what the second most common murderer name is. What's, Graham? Ba-
2: what's, Barry's, what's uh, Barry's budgie called?
3: He's going to have a pest, Barry. Top murderer names are Alan, number one, number two, Harold. I mean- no. no. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Shit, man, bumped oh, that up what?
3: a bit. Yeah, yeah no. shipman affected that. If you he take him out of the sample, it goes only down one a lot. If you go for the medium <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Yeah. the chemistry laughs> is
3: Russell. On. Russell. Really? <laughs> what?
2: Russell. Russell.
3: And number four, Daniel. Again. Daniels are naughty boys, aren't they?
2: I quite a I know name. Daniel's I don't think if I know any naughty Daniels.
3: I don't know. They don't sound very hard, do they?
2: No. <laughs> His
3: no. Murders. Do you know there's another surprising one that comes up a lot is Jeremy. Seems to be a very common one.
2: Yeah, but they call Jeremy themselves Jeremy Bamba.
3: The most common name among people who were arrested in this particular survey was Jeremy. <laughs> With Brandon, Jason, Timothy and, and Roy all featuring Heidi.
6: <laughs> Roy. That was that the was second place for the for naming the dog. It was Alan, then Roy.
2: <laughs> Barry.
5: i you read the, the article. article?
2: Barry, what did you do? Just flick through death
3: row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Jared. Time to say goodbye. We'll see you again, my friend. Thanks, mate. Thank Thanks for so having me, guys. Ta da! Such Baca. a pleasure.
4: Who am I going to talk to about cock and balls now? I don't know. We're, <laughs> we're still here, mate. We can do zooms. So you have to record them.
3: How do I? Hold on. I can't. Uh, there it please. is. No, I'm checking that. Bye. Right, which story do you want for froth of the week? We well, you did two, I think. Naked.
2: Dating.
3: Names. <laughs> Naked dating or the names of... Or uh, Barry's dog being a murderer. Which one do you want?
2: Uh, or the what? The name... Oh, right, see. see. Uh, the names one, because I know about 15 Emmers and they're all good as gold.
3: OK. Names it is. Right, that's all we've got time for.
2: Thanks for listening.
3: And thanks to special guests Jared Christmas and the amazing Josh Phillips, creator of the new Froth theme tune with brass by Johnny Thurkle. <laughs>
2: Thanks to ex policeman Anthony, apparently. And don't forget, you can contact us at the Froth Podcast, where you'll get extra frothy content, including unseen bits and exclusive behind the scene videos. Don't forget the exciting new email facility. Our email address is hello at thefrothpodcast.com.
3: And if you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe. Rate us at five stars. Spread the word. Tell your friends this podcast was a Clan Bubble Vision production, produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions.